great play from Tim Ginnivan. Number oh, one, you reckon Hodges on show again. Stevie Mottlock! Uh, g'day guys and welcome to the, what's this, the fourth episode of the Port Adelaide Pair. It's the first official episode we can say though because let's be honest, round one has finished and we're all good. Blake, how are you mate? I am very well, Brandon, very well. Oh, that's good. Only me and you again this week. It's uh, Brycey once again uh, no show. Absolutely. I mean, apparently he doesn't have a spare 30 minutes in his life these days. Moving on. Brody once again, just a no show. <laughs> the show goes on though. We don't we will not be stopping this year. If it's just me available, I'll yeah. record the podcast and we can listen to my monotone voice for the whole 25 minutes. I might purposely just miss a week just to hear it. Uh but <laughs> anyway, uh we digress. Uh big game on the weekend, round 1. Let's be honest, Going into that game, there was probably more pressure on that Sunday as a result of the events of Saturday um, than anyone probably would have anticipated, you know, with the Crows winning and Sydney winning. Everyone was like, oh, geez, anyone can beat anyone. And it probably gave North a fair bit of confidence. Yeah. I mean, I certainly didn't see that coming. And it does make you second-guess the preseason games and how much faith you put into those because I'd put a mm. lot of faith into those two Crows <laughs> games as a sign that they were the worst team of all time and we were the best of all time but clearly the Crows who knows maybe maybe they're not that bad but this isn't the Crows pair this is the Port Adelaide pair um so I was I was I was pretty happy with the game were you happy with the game yeah, I mean, first quarter, I wasn't too phased at all. You, you kind of expect that starting a new mm-hmm. season. Um, you know, and the other team, you're expecting them to at least come out hot for the opening quarter of their season as well. So yeah. even though it was a bit of an arm wrestle and we were down at the end of the first, I certainly wasn't panicking by any stretch. And then obviously that second quarter, just uh, put the Jets on and see you later, Kangaroos. You had your little fun for... 27 minutes but that's it for the boys it wasn't it wasn't the the start we probably thought was going to happen but as you said it's not like you rock up and play against no one so north were always going to uh put up a bit of a fight there but we we tell you what we we pepper the scoreboard though yeah and it has to be said like the crumbing now off of those at least you know when dixon gets to the contest um and effectively you know at least gets a spoil and and brings it to ground the like the likes of Gray, Fantasia and Butters now are just absolutely licking their lips. And Zach Butters, like, if there's a better crummer in the AFL, oh, I'll go heaps Chasey. It's, <laughs> it's you're what? <laughs> I'll go heaps for Chasey. Okay. Standard expression. No, he's the, um uh, he he just he, he has this ability to read the flight of the ball before it's even there. Yeah. You can see him. He's just he's waiting for it. He picks his moment and he just strikes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he, he he's so clean. Like he's so clean. It's ridiculous. Um, and that, I just think that even when you look at like we'll probably get into it a bit more later on, but just touch on it now with Fantasia. What I was really impressed with was the fact that his at his leading ability. Um, I think with Dixon and, and and whatnot, you know, if Dixon's up the ground, you need someone who's going to lead. And if Marshall's also, you know, centre-half forward or something like that and, 
Orazio's back playing in the forward pocket. I mean, they, he did it a couple of times where he just led so strong to the ball um, that even if it was spoiled, he's clean on, the, on on his feet as well. And you got likes of Butters, as you're saying, who can pick it up and snag a bag. Um, shall we get on to the first award of the week? Absolutely. Let's do it. Making a buttery. Butters loves it. Butters. Here's Butters. Crispy. Goal of the week. Uh, so yeah, this is the, the the goal of the week. Um, Blakey, who do, who do we give the goal of the week to? We've gone to the debutante in Arazio. Mm-hmm. Arazio Fantasia. Yes, for that. I think it was little run. Yeah, he might have been. He's in the second quarter. I think it was his second goal or his third goal. Anyway, he's um he's picked it up around you know just just forward of the wing and he's run it down and he he almost fell over but he also tried to give a little handball away. Faked it, went back and just hit a little little worm burner straight through the big sticks there. Just skidded through the goals. Um, um, very impressive. i tell you what I do like about him is he is seemingly very goal-hungry Orazio. You can see he likes a goal. Yeah, but you need you know, those players. You do. You absolutely need them. You know, you don't want them, oh, do I give the hands off? Do I be unselfish? Yeah. If you can take the shot, take the shot. In saying that, he kicked four goals for. <laughs> but still, and he probably had, I think he had nine scoring opportunities or something like that. He tried to give the last one off and be unselfish. Come on, mate, kick that goal. Yeah, um, but we love it. We love. We the, do love it. Um, so that's hunger. the first official award for this year uh, is yours, Orazio. Um, let's go to the mark of the week. Ring a ring a Blake, all right, mark of the week. I'll, 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 I'll announce this one because you did the last one. Um, we've gone with Cluz in his... Was his 100th? 100th game. 100th game. Man. Yeah, Tommy Cleary just... He, he has a tendency to take these kind of really clean pack marks. Um, and at the end... Of, it was right at the end of the game, wasn't it? Right on the top of the fullback line there? Yeah, putting his body on the line even in the, in the you know dying minutes of the game. Standard closet. Absolutely. Just absolutely. He's got really clean hands. Um, Nine one percenters just on his game. Oh, that's pretty good. Standard from Tom Closet clearly. Absolutely. Now, Bryce disagreed with this. He wanted Zach Butters, but he was outvoted. Um, and he doesn't well, have. Well, Zach Butters was stiff to miss out on goal of the week as well. With and that Mark little, of the week. Uh, so, a bit rough on old Zachy, but yeah. he'll have plenty well, more to come. If, but if Bryce wants to, you know, have these opinions, maybe be on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll go to the Pearlo. Gee whiz, first votes for the Pearlo. Yeah. Now this will we will be most definitely keeping a running tally and awarding <laughs> this at the end of the season. You can. That's a one hundred percent guarantee. Okay. There will be no flake out there. No flake out indeed. So we'll start with the one vote. Now the well, one let's, vote. How, let's first um, say some honourable mentions because yep. there was a bit of debate around the one vote. Yes. I think we're all pretty clear on the 3-2, but the yep. one um, I considered Aaliyah Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Certainly old Jason Dunst still couldn't stop banging on about him in the commentary about how he was a brick wall down there. Yep. Um, Could be the, the, the recruit of the year yep. as well. I heard that one a couple of times. Uh, we also considered Dan Houston, who played a very solid game. Yep. Uh, and Brandon, who you wanted someone else for the one? Well, I liked well. Ollie Wines. I thought Ollie Wines' game was uh, was pretty good. I mean, he had thirty odd touches, didn't he? Stats, man. What was his stats? 
it was 30 touches, and I feel like you're just going by the stats instead of uh, what actually happened in the game. He played well, a very solid game. I, that's Ollie, what I mean. And... I thought he was solid, um, and that's why I thought it was worthy of a one vote as opposed to a two or three. So, But as we said, there was some... Uh, Debate within the pair uh, messenger chat group there. Then, uh, so we've ended up going with Stevie Motlop for our one vote. Well, he was always just kind of there on the half forward flank, just that link up man. Um, yeah, like he's just just always there, uh, just in the right spot. What were using stats? it well? We had twenty four touches. Yep. Uh, Twelve marks. Yep. Five hundred nine meters gained. See, that's 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 and bloody good. That's that's a that's a really good um, game. And the most fantasy points, which is the most important thing. Well, that is the most important thing. Great game, Stevie Motlop. You got the one vote. Two votes. Who'd we go with? Arazio. Arazio, indeed. So he's 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 snagged goal of the week and now two votes. That's a that's a good game. That's a big praise from the pair boys. But yeah, what what a debut. Um, I I don't think any of us expected him to come on and and be this damaging um, absolutely ripping game uh two votes but the three votes and now i've put a little poll up on our facebook page here just for a little shameless plug here get on and have a chat it's a debate i just put it up where does this guy rank as a port adelaide afl era goat greatest of all time where does he rank travis boak it's it's now become a very fascinating discussion because, you know, two years ago it looked like Robbie Gray was perhaps going to steal the mantle yep. from um, old Treaders. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bokey's just thrown himself back into the equation, the, the body of work that he's putting together now for such a long period. Oh. And he is playing seriously good, like genuinely career-best footy yeah. like that. He was comfortably the best player on the ground. I think when we look at it, you know, we we see was it twenty seven touches, but I think he had twenty one in the first half. Yeah, he he single handedly, well not single handedly, but he was the he was the reason that Port were dominating in that second quarter, and the, the just that first half of footy was just that was good enough to give him best on for the whole game. Absolutely, they they he got a bit of a knock, and they just shoved him in the uh, forward pocket line for the rest of the game, but. Yeah, Travi Boat, congratulations. Probably not the first time you're going to poll on the Perlo this year. Um, but yes, congratulations. You know what we like to do with these games. Hey, first first round, win, we're on top of the ladder. But what do we do, Blake? We push it to the side. We push it to the side and we move on. Um, who have we got this week? Essendon. Essendon Bombers at home, I believe, Twilight game on Saturday. Yeah, I think it's a four, yeah, four o'clock-ish game. Um, what do we expect from this game? Well, I think they'd be pretty disappointed with the way events unfolded yeah. on Saturday evening. Yeah. Uh, what up by about forty points and lost uh, so, by one point, I think. Yeah, imagine there'd be a little bit of fire in the belly. Um, they're a bit hard to read, though, Eston. I think a few so-called experts have predicted them to finish you know, around the lower end of the table. But mm-hmm. I certainly don't consider them easy beats by any stretch. Well, they've got a lot of different players that we've seen, you know, over, than they've had over the last couple of years. I think they've got Caldwell and a couple of other young guys coming through from other teams that they've managed to pick up that seem to be a little bit unknown, um, which is always a bit of a risk when you come up against a side. Um, 
But yeah, I, I agree. I think they'll definitely have a bit of a fire in the belly. Um, yeah, I mean, going to be an interesting game. Yeah, they're midfield solid. Zachy Merritt, mm-hmm. uh, Shield. Yeah. Uh, and their back Apple, line's yeah. pretty handy as well. So, you know, it's probably going to be on the uh, well, new also, brick wall, Aaliyah Aaliyah, to just mop it all up. Um, predictions, mate. What have you got? Uh, predictions. I mean, we've kind of already done the Orazio predictions, but I'm very fascinated to see how he responds against his old team. I've got a feeling he might go into his shell a bit in this game. You reckon? Or do you reckon I, I the hope. Port fans, you know, he'll feel like he's got a fortress of people behind him? I'm predicting one goal max for Orazio <laughs> in this game. Okay. I hope yep. I'm proven wrong. Yep. Who's kicking more then? Uh, I'm, I am predicting Big Charlie to come back to form. The big Chaz, yep, yep, the Big Chaz. Um, let's let's go a solid four goal prediction. Okay, and are we making any team changes? Uh, so Hamish Hartlett is considered available and potentially Rosie as well. Obviously, it looks like Bonner's going to be out. Yeah, it's going to be definitely uh, an interesting selection. Um, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, but we'll, let's be honest, the only reason why I like to do this podcast is not hanging out with my mates. It's not talking to my oh. mates. It's to oh. learn more about Port Adelaide footy. Isn't that the reason everyone listens now? It is. It's the quiz. And, and, and let's be honest, I've put a bit of pressure on myself over the last couple of weeks. I should have gone a little bit easier. Um, because now if I get one wrong, I'm going to be called, you know, dumb and all this kind of stuff because I've managed to snag, you know, two weeks of five five on the trot. Um, yeah, well, I'm now I'm crafting this quiz in a way that surely you will not get five. See, I don't five, like that. You're the greatest poor fan alive. That's just, I don't like that because this is pressure and it also, you know, it, it damages me because I'm going to well, think inside, why didn't I get five this week? I, got, I had to recalibrate. Can't be having fives each week. Fans don't want to hear that. Hey, Blake. It's Blake's quiz. Blake's quiz. Let's all listen to Blake's quiz. What's this guy's deal? All right, just before we start, I do have to make mention uh, in regards to the last quiz from last week. Our loyal listener, Oliver, pointed out uh, one of my questions was regards to Port players that had never kicked their first goal. And I, Trent McKenzie was one of the answers. Now, he says, well, hang on, Blake. He's kicked 22 goals in his career. That did, was for the Gold Coast Suns, yes. Oliver. Yeah, this was, was say, Port did, Adelaide goals. Did you not? Yeah. Uh, did you... Did you say it was for Port Adelaide goal? Uh, we don't need to go back and replay the okay. tape, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Just thought I'd uh, mention that. There's full integrity. Good in on your old questions. Good on your mate. Full accuracy. Big Port fan, right. actually. Big Port fan. <laughs> Loves the pair. Let's get into it. Let's All do right. it. Question one. So, in light of Orazio switching from Essendon to uh-huh. Port Adelaide, yep. name four other players who Thanks. have moved from Port to Essendon. Or Essendon to Port. Nope. Just Port to Essendon. Port to Essendon. So they started yep, at Port and then they went to eight. Essendon. Sorry, I've got that the wrong way around. <laughs> Essendon to Port. <laughs> um, all right. So I need, eight I need in a, total. I need to four in total. That's a lot. All right. So we've got Gavin Wanganine. One. Uh, Damien Hardwick. 
Two. Oh, goodness me. Um, Paddy Ryder. Yep, Paddy Ryder. Three. Oh, Aradio Fantasia. No, we're not counting Aradio. Why? He's part of the question. Fine, Gus Bus. There you go. Angus Monfries. We also had Jay Nash. Yep. Scotty Cummings. Oh, yeah. Shay Cockatoo Collins. Yeah. All right, you got them all, though? That's a surprise. I'm nervous. I'm actually nervous. You should be. Okay. Question two. There's one player in the history of both clubs who's moved from Port to... Oh, my God. What is yes, happening? no, I've got it wrong. <laughs> what is happening? From Are you port nervous? To Ess- <laughs> I'm nervous. Who's moved from Port to Essendon? Who is it? From Port to Essendon? Just one ever. I do know this. He only played a couple of games for Port. Was it Will Snelling? Correct. Two from two. <laughs> oh. You're on track. Oh, boy. Question three. We've played Essendon in two finals. Uh, what years were they? Oh, goodness. They would have been... They would. Have, I feel like they would have been around that early 2000s mark. Was it 2001? And your second year? Was that first one correct, though? Can't answer. What do you mean you can't answer? I need two answers... Um, let's go 2001 and let's go. <laughs> let's just go 2002 then. I'll just get it wrong. Oh, half a point. 2002 and 2003. There we go. So I got 2001 perfect. wrong. Well, I've got a half, half a mark, so that's good enough. Half a point. <laughs> All right. Question four. Last time we played Essendon, round 17 last year, we beat them. What was the margin? Was it. 30 points, 40 points, 50 points, or 60 points? 50. Bang. His basketball jersey number. That's exactly right. Inherited from one bike. (laughs) Yes. Uh. All right. Question five. We've beaten Essendon 18 times and we've lost 14. How many times have we drawn, though? Oh. See, they, you have you have made these harder. I'm recalibrating. You've made them very hard. Uh, once. Got him with the trick question. You blew it! Never. Two draws. Never. Have, who, who has Port drawn against? I feel like Brisbane a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Richmond once. Yeah. Maybe the Ds, I want to say. Yeah. That was a good quiz. That's a tough quiz. Oh, there we go. All right. I've recalibrated. You Three and a half. Mark, so maybe that's... That's a uh, pass. Four and a half. I've passed it. Oh, no. Three and a half. Oh. I'm, that's right in the sweet spot. All right. Perfect yeah. calibration. Perfect. Well, let's see how everyone else goes with that because that's a bloody hard quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see how you would go answering those same questions. Right. I would nail it. No. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit you with a question. Just one singular uh, question. Quizmaster does not accept no, questions. No, one, one singular question. Hit me with your question. Who has kicked the most goals for Port Adelaide on debut in the AFL yeah, that era? that's a good question. I did want to look that up. I assumed it would be Arazio after last week, but mm. maybe it was Scotty Cummings. 
Incorrect. He's an, currently an assistant coach. That's a little. That, huh? That's a that's a that's a hint. Hang on, Brett Montgomery, Jared Schofield. Correct. What? He kicked five goals against, I think it was the West Coast Eagles in 1999. Jared Schofield. What a man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good little question. That's a good little question. Maybe I should. Maybe I'll make my own quiz and see how you go next week. (laughs) Oh, he's upset. I'm not happy, boys. Uh, Well, good quiz, mate. And uh, good episode. Um, They're coming along nicely. You know, we're getting a few listeners, but what we do want. If everyone, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast where they can, uh, instantly download on their phone, listen to it in the car, you know, wherever you do your listening, um, jump on Facebook, give us a like, in- engage with the questions as well. We like a little bit of chatter. We do. Oh, well, good episode. Um, we'll leave it there. It's a big hooroo from me. That's a hooroo from me. See you next week, guys. See you later. Love <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm Tall like I'm on my tiptoes, baby. You-